0: Okay, so people are very hell-bent on perfecting training and nutrition. But I think one thing which is massively overlooked as a whole is just the idea of kind of lifestyle and habits and how these impact things. And then even for those who do look a little more into the lifestyle side of things, um, I think people very quickly gravitate towards potentially sleep. But one thing in that kind of area which is even more overlooked in my opinion is the idea of stress management. And I think uh, a lot of people potentially don't understand how this has an impact on so many other factors and how it can have a real detrimental effect on both your health and kind of your progress in the gym, uh, just based on kind of everything that it sort of impacts okay. it in, a, in a more kind of wider perspective. Uh, obviously, one important kind of thing to get out of the way is the idea that not all stress is bad. Obviously a degree of stress is, you know, a good thing. You know, a bit of Mm -hmm. pressure is of course going to act as a bit of a a motivator to do things, but that is a completely different ballpark to the idea of stress getting to a level where it's unmanageable. Uh, So perhaps Mm -hmm. you want to kind of go into the ideas of potentially some of the more negative impacts that this might have, and then we can kind of go along into the ideas of stress management, why and how. Mm
1: -hmm. Um, Okay, so just so many things we could touch on here. So yes, some stress is good, called eustress, some stress is bad, called distress. But here's the most important thing, stress is stress, and too much stress is not good. So you have um, basically stress compounds or accumulates, and that is called basically your our static load. So it's just all the stress comes together and it counts as one. So stress is stress, it doesn't matter where it comes from. Yeah. Um, and that's important. Now, again, just quickly touching like the good stress side of things, that's when you could look at things like trading, because as mentioned in the fundamentals of trading video, a stress is essentially a stimulus, stress plus recovery equals adaptation. So yeah, stress can be good. But as I've just said, stress is stress, it adds up, too much stress is not good. And too much stress to put it quite simply, is the destroyer of health. No two ways about it. Sure. It doesn't matter what you can do, it doesn't matter what you do. You can you can eat the food you need to eat. You can train the way you need to train. You can take all the supplements you want. But if you're not managing your stress, it means and excuse my language here, but it means fuck all. Like it, it's Stress is the destroyer of health. So it is key to manage stress. Now there are so many different ways in which stress can be managed because there are so many different stresses within life but before i throw it back to you kev here's one key thing i want to say as well is that stress isn't going to go anywhere stress is a part of life so that's why the key phrase here is stress management it's not about getting rid of the stress altogether it's about managing your total stress load
0: yeah definitely definitely um i think it's Uh, again kind of touching on that whole idea of acceptance that we've kind of looked at in many other regards before but you know probably even just just as important if not more important in in this one especially when we kind of start looking at kind of stress management from kind of potentially a more kind of internal look at things uh, is that idea of kind of you know stress is a part of life Um, but with that being said you know, I think now we can probably look into, into the reasons you know, why it's important to, to mm-hmm. manage that stress so it doesn't get to an unmanageable level and then potentially kind of look at how we can do that. So I think one thing which people should consider very heavily is kind of how many things uh, stress can have an impact on, particularly when it gets to an unmanageable level, because obviously people know that stress will make you feel stressed and kind of anxious and stuff, uh, but potentially they don't consider how that has a bearing obviously the more obvious one being kind of on your sleep and kind of okay. the, the quality of your sleep. And, you know, obviously that very kind of usual idea of, you know, lying in bed stressed out, not able to sleep, uh, obviously just from kind of the potential kind of detriment on sleep, how we can kind of look at kind of impacts on performance and nutrition. Uh, but okay. then even just directly from that stress, you know, how's that, how's that going to impact our performance? How's that going to, impact our ability to eat and probably even more kind of relevant is our ability to digest when we're potentially in a more kind of aroused and sympathetic state mm-hmm. and then we can even look at kind of things on a, on a bit more of a kind of a, a real health perspective when we can kind of look at things like oxidative stress and inflammation and kind of how that all, all, almost develops like a, a very bad cyclical relationship where kind of stress impacts all these other factors, which in turn kind of lead to more stress and then yeah. kind of make those things even worse.
1: Yeah. So again, uh, a few things to cover there. So first of all, starting with the buzzwords of oxidative stress and inflammation, they are not inherently bad things. You'll see those words thrown all, around a lot and they're not inherently bad things yeah. at all. Um so that needs to be cleared up first. But uh, again, we'll not get into that side of things because that is when we could make this into a whole podcast and this <laughs> yeah, is just a Fitbit. Yeah. Just, just there for reference. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, just as a quick example, exercise causes inflammation, but that inflammation is the signal to adapt, to respond and adapt and grow new muscle or adapt it to whatever stimulus you've given it. Um, and also, again, this is, I'm trying not to get deep into it, but you have uh, different sources of inflammation, uh, different types of cytokines, one called TNF alpha, which is basically in the presence of cancer is tumor promoting, right. but exercise, uh, and you also have a different cytokine called IL-6 or interleuk- interleukin-6, uh, which is also viewed as bad, but exercise raises levels of IL-6, which actually decreases levels of TNF alpha. So depending oh, on the okay. context, depending on the context inflammation. It's not good or bad. It just depends on the context, right? Um, again, I hope that wasn't, I don't want to make things complicated or confuse anyone. So no, that, that was, that was just one example for me.
0: That, that, was, that was actually quite, quite cool. And I didn't know that. Fair,
1: so, yeah. <laughs> that's one example. And that's all I give. Um, so, yes. So stress, obviously, can, is the destroyer of health, as I said. But, you know, as, as Kev's rightly said, it can impact things like sleep, digestion. So obviously, you know, it can raise up your sympathetic state. Sympathetic state is flight or, fi- uh, flight or fight versus rest and digest so stress raises up this fight flight and decreases this rest and digest so it's going to affect things like digestion which will affect things like energy and then things like performance obviously sleep's not so good it'll affect things like uh, body composition and performance but we can also then look at you know how it can directly affect fat loss so realistically if you're stressed it's not going to affect fat loss that much uh, from a physiological point of view because maybe maybe it'll have a slight impact on metabolic rate, but more so it's more the psychological side of things. What do a lot of people do when they're stressed? Coping they want mechanisms comfort. and eat. Yeah. Coping mechanisms, yes, they eat, they, yeah. and it causes this overeating, which means no fat loss. Okay, so stress can affect things like fat loss in that way, but as we've talked about, it can affect like energy levels, quality of life, training performance a lot of negatives and like I say you know it's the story of health okay so that needs to be very very clear so as I said stress itself though is a part of life it's not good anywhere so we need to manage that stress and so now we can look at you know how we can best manage that stress and there are a lot of different ways in which we can manage stress now we have to talk about the lifestyle factors first because they are your foundations without them again anything else that you do means nothing you can take a supplement, but if you don't have lifestyle factors in place, it, again, it's going to mean nothing. It's going to mean going to have no effect whatsoever. Um, again, that's when I, I, I'm trying to think of a good analogy here. Um, that's when you'll miss the forest for the trees. Yeah, that's that's yeah. there we go. Finally, <laughs> if you if you remember a couple episodes ago, I tried to use that analogy. Finally, going to use it. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, so. Lifestyle factors, let's start with sleep. Um, So obviously stress can destroy sleep, but it has a reverse relationship as well where good quality sleep can make stress management much better. So good quality sleep can can improve your tolerance to stress and your perception of stress. So what does that really mean? Well, it means that things you would know, if you have good quality sleep, things that you would normally perceive as a stress, you're less likely to perceive as a stress and things that you do actually perceive as a stress so bigger stresses you'll have a better tolerance to that stress or so has less uh, physiological and psychological effects on you so sleep is the first one that's key um and again you know to improve things like sleep is you know simple things such as again getting enough daylight stuff we've already talked about uh so yeah getting good quality sleep is, is essential it's a key one um now looking at other lifestyle factors, again, getting enough daylight throughout the day and how that affects things like circadian rhythm and how that can help to regulate a routine and then how that can help with things like time management, which is really important for stress yeah. management. Yeah. Really important. Um, another thing I like to do is look at the psychological aspects. So guided meditation with apps like Headspace is fantastic. This is something I have my clients do. So You know, breath work with guided meditation uh, can really help, again, bring you into this parasympathetic state, this rest and digest state. It can help with the clarity of your thoughts, which is really important because your thoughts can run out of control, which can then make uh, stress management really hard. Um, So guided meditation is fantastic. Another one I like to do is journaling. Now, journaling, where people go wrong is they try to do it every day, and by trying to do it every day, you know, say you are going to write down five positive things for that day. Trying to force writing down five positive things is actually going to cause more stress because yeah. you can't think what you're going to write. It's just going to stress you out. So don't do that every single day. Journal a few times a week and write down five positive things from, from the previous day. What that's going to do is it's going to help with a more overall positive perspective on life. If you have a more positive perspective, again, that's going to help stress management. So they're two really easy Um lifestyle factors that take what at most 15 minutes per day to be able to do um yeah. that again literally anyone can do so from a lifestyle perspective these are the foundations you need first um i don't know if you want to add anything to that before we move on to like training and things like that
0: yeah for sure uh, i think kind of looking at this more broadly i think we could uh, ju- just quickly kind of establish that we can look to kind of control what we could perhaps refer to more so as external factors as a whole to kind of help bring that stress down to a slightly more manageable kind of point. And then with that stress being a little bit more kind of manageable for, for ourselves, then we can perhaps look to kind of more internally kind of deal with, with these stresses. So for for example, things, things which I and my clients have found useful for stress management is as you said, you know, looking at things like time management, looking at things like Uh, daylight kind of all these habits to do to do with kind of our external kind of environment to help reduce stress and obviously you know then obviously things like this will have an impact on sleep and everything and Mm -hmm. then once that once those kind of changes and and habits have, have been implemented then obviously due to the stress being kind of lowered as a result of these then we can look to kind of perhaps do more things like meditation and kind of look at how we actually think of things and rationalizing our thoughts to then kind of really deal with that stress when it is already on a bit more of a manageable level due to kind of changes that we've made with external factors Uh, along with that i think one which would just be cool for you to touch on quickly is perhaps uh, grounding because i think that's something which uh, um, more people are maybe actually less familiar with so i think that'll be a a potentially useful one to touch on because i know i know that's one that you're a, a big proponent of uh, so perhaps kind of a, a brief kind of view into, into grounding uh, very kind of quickly, how, how that works. And, and, and yeah, because I think, I think that's one that people are maybe a little less familiar with.
1: Yeah, so grounding is great. It is fantastic. Um, so the cool thing about grounding is you can do multiple things at once when you're grounding, essentially. So if you're grounding, which what that basically means is exposing your naked feet to the earth whether that be grass, um, sand. I know in some instances, you can actually just go into pavement as well and you'll still get the beneficial effect. Um, But yeah, so obviously if you're outside, you're getting daylight as well. So you're getting this two for one straight away. Now, again, from a time management perspective, what I might also get someone to do is that's when they'll also do something like a guided meditation. So they'll literally sit outside, get their getting the daylight out them, they're getting their skin exposed to the ground and they're doing the guided meditation at the same time. You're getting all these beneficial effects from those three, but also better time management. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With better time management. So again, that's also going to reduce stress. Um, so yeah, grounding, basically it has these, um, it, number one, it helps with your circadian rhythm, which again is this internal physiological routine that your body has. So that, again, mm. that's really, really important. Um, and then there's going to affect things like, you know, sleep quality again, if sleep quality improves, that's again, like I said earlier, that's when it improves stress management, uh, both on a physiological and a psychological level. Mm-hmm. So that that's a benefit. It has this sort of, um, it does have an anti-inflammatory effect. Now, again, I don't want to get down that rabbit hole because it's just a buzzword, but it does have an anti-inflammatory effect and it helps with pain management, which is really important because- yeah pain is a stress and it is this underlying signal stress. So this is so, okay, <laughs> we can really <laughs> get down a out of rabbit hole here. So <laughs> when, when, when people, you know, take things like, um, painkillers, such as paracetamol, you're addressing a symptom, not a root cause. So that pain goes away, but the issue itself, which is highly, um, uh, causes a lot of oxidative stress, a lot of inflammation, again, buzzwords, but got to say them. Um, It causes these underlying issues, which is a huge stress in your body. It's pain is a huge stress in your body. Um, Those in chronic pain are essentially in chronic stress. And again, it has all these same negative effects. So just using painkillers just dampens that pain, but it doesn't get rid of the stress. So that's really important. So grounding can have a direct pain management effect uh, in terms of the actual root cause through anti-inflammatory and oxidative stress mechanisms. Um, so that's a really beneficial effect of grounding. Now, it's not going to, if you've got lower back issues which you've had for years, grounding isn't automatically going to fix that lower back issue. That needs to be said, but it will help with pain management. Mm-hmm. Again, it's not going to get rid of the pain. Um, so again, reduce pain management, you reduce stress. Oh, sorry, you reduce pain, you reduce stress. Um, so yeah, helps the circadian rhythm, has this anti-inflammatory, anti- um, uh, antioxidant. No, yeah, antioxidant effect. Uh, helps with pain management. Um, it let me think. There's also something else I want to say. Um, it can help with energy levels as well, actually, because it helps with like, electron flow. Again, yeah, we're we'll not yeah. getting into that because that's that's getting into things. But it helps with uh, energy levels as well because of this uh, electron flow. But also, again, it helps with energy levels because of it improves sleep quality and your circadian rhythm. Uh, sleep quality means better energy levels. So, again, it just has a lot of benefits. So, grounding is pretty cool um again it sounds like a hippie thing to do but it's not and as i've said you also get this effect of daylight at the same time and you know if there's anything else you want to do at that time you can do things such as the journaling or the guided meditation at the same time again it's just a time saver in that sense yeah so grounding is cool um not everyone has access to be able to do grounding but if you do i highly recommend it and if the grass is wet it actually works better because it's a better conductor so don't be afraid if the grass is wet um yeah so grounding, grounding is cool um so that's definitely another lifestyle factor or lifestyle habit you can implement for sure um yeah um okay so yeah uh, are you are you happy to move on from the lifestyle factors and move into the trading factors and nutrition factors
0: uh to, to be fair i was going to say for the sake of time maybe it's just worth with doing nutrition but hopefully yeah i think that's a good place to kind of wrap up lifestyle because i think that kind of works works well to kind of sum up the idea of kind of both external habits we can implement and also kind of things like meditation and stuff uh kind of another like quick wrapping up point is just kind of this idea of kind of then you know internally looking at how we deal with stress as well so kind of on the on the lines of meditation and stuff um kind of considering how how we actually deal with those thoughts and rationalize them but for the sake of time uh hopefully just those kind of words are enough for you to kind of now look into this on your own kind of rationalizing thoughts but also kind of how this is impacting our our body again going going back to the idea of kind of the autonomic nervous system and if you do find yourself in a particularly stressed state potentially kind of paying attention to you know what is this doing to my breathing what is this doing to my heart rate and then you can also kind of take steps to therefore kind of mitigate those those less favorable uh things that are happening so then you can look at, at things like how meditation and actually paying attention to how you're breathing in itself can, can yeah. kind of help lean a bit more kind of parasympathetic uh, but yeah. i think just for the sake of time now we'll kind of just quickly go into kind of nutritional considerations and yeah
1: uh well the, 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 there is a, we can make this a bit longer because there's a lot we can touch on them um, maybe, maybe maybe, we're maybe
0: actually because because we're going to kind of go on like 20 minutes ish maybe maybe it is worth just kind of Using this one as kind of lifestyle and, and stress management,
1: actually. just keep it lifestyle yeah, because yeah. There, there is the whole, there's the whole, because I can lead on perfectly now. If you were going to talk about the autonomic nervous system, about we can now look at start to look at cardio and how that we can and how that improves the, uh, you know, an upregulation in your parasympathetic nervous system activation or activity, I should say. We'll do that in um, part two, I reckon. Okay, so should sure to leave it there?
0: Uh Yeah, potentially. I think I think that kind of hopefully gives people a, a lot to consider. If this is maybe a bit more of an introduction into into stress management, you know, why we should look to kind of do this and how stress can can have a, gonna, you know potentially I'm positive pause, and
1: negative. And pause the recording. Right, should I stop the recording? Or pause the recording. Uh
0: Well, I, I'm I'm still continuing. This is just a bit of a signing out. I think. <laughs> All right. But yeah. Well, yeah well, hopefully, hopefully, this
1: can. We'll We'll, we might have to edit this together, but whatever, that's fine. Yeah.
0: But yeah, ho- hopefully the, this kind of gives people, uh, you know, an idea of of if this is a bit more of an introduction to, to kind of stress management, why it's important that, yeah. that we do that. The ideas of kind of the roles that stress can play with us
1: and uh, kind of how we can look to kind of fix out with, with our lifestyle. Yes. So obviously we just talked about some lifestyle factors there. We didn't even get into the nutrition side of things, the training side of things, uh, the supplement side of things. And again, <laughs> That's important to remember and come back and watch because again, training itself is a stress that adds to this total stress load. So understanding stress management through training is really important. Understanding if you're a highly stressed individual and how that should impact your, the way that you train and, you know, your considerations for training as well is going to be really important. uh So there is a lot to touch on here, uh, but we've decided to, you know, keep these in different parts, keep this short. Honestly, we could make this, you know, a four part series if we wanted to quite easily. Um, So, yes, uh, hopefully you managed to take away some lifestyle factors. Again, they are your foundation. So these need to be in place first. But next time we'll talk about, again, start to dive into the training side of things, the nutrition side of things and the supplement side of things.